The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Kyle. The man's life was lost in 1935 before he could properly be yeah. celebrated. It's been a hundred years since he invented this stupid thing. To the flu. Yeah. Okay? So it's time that he gets what he is owed. And that is a proper public send-off with a plaque made by a local 3D printer. <laughs> And Steve. Hurts, I really cannot get a read on right now. Um, I, I, I like his athletic ability. I don't know if he can throw the ball that well, but but I don't think he's going to be bad. He, I, don't, I don't think he's necessarily like your quote-unquote franchise quarterback. But I, oh, I can't thank you enough uh, coming on. Live on tape from APS 3 point whatever, it's the Steve and Kyle podcast. Thank you, Melissa. I feel like we need Melissa's uh, like website. I feel like every time I say, thank right. you, Melissa, I should be saying, follow her at Melissa Vaughn voiceovers.net or something. Yeah, like I bet you she has to have social media presence, right? Do you think she has any idea that we talk about her as much as we do? No. no. I, I have a lot of questions. I've mentioned this before. I have so many questions for her just because she it felt kind of when we made this order with Melissa like she gave one of those comments at the end that she says to everybody, right? It's like the rock show where you guys are the best crowd we've had on mm-hmm. tour! I just remembered what we were supposed to talk about today. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning read. I want to make yes. fun of your career again. <laughs> and right. It's working out fine for me. Because um, at the end of the interactions with Melissa about this voiceover, there was something included like, boy, you guys sure are silly and <laughs> you're really funny. Like really, funny I don't guys. think I don't think I heard that. I would have to find the interaction. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Um, I've, she's, she, she said that to everybody, right? Probably. Yeah, I doubt that. Uh, I doubt we are unique in any way. I mean, I, we didn't send her anything ridiculous. No, I mean, her their main thing, and I think the the, the biggest concern for a lot of those voiceover people, especially female is probably people requesting sexual things or fetish things that because I, hey I, think, I like your yeah. voice talk say these things to me fetish, that I can record fetish things and then uh please wait as our menu options have recently changed yeah. I bet you somewhere for, for administration press 1 for human resources press 2 yeah I what? would love that gig by the way somebody wants to give me that gig of just being the guy who says 
please listen carefully as our list of options has recently changed. And can you, uh, the bigger, you know, golden egg hunt here, find the one where the listing options haven't recently changed. Yeah. Because yeah. every phone menu ever. Every one. Why do they all say Has it? recently changed. No, you haven't. Like, are they getting, are, are they getting paid by the minute that they keep us on hold? Yeah, I, it's not like a one nine hundred number from back in the day. Was were the nineties just really mean to those people when they with callers yeah. saying, "Well, I used to be a number two to talk to you, Tina, and now I have to press zero star and then three. And so, you know, did this interaction with customer and Tina create yeah. a wave of change in phone menu options because it's Maybe. banks, it's utilities. It's it's everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Everyone you call. Hey, I want to talk about something real quick. Yeah. Uh, did you – we talked about it briefly when you got here, and that was the the big goings-on in the Zach today. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, if we're going to talk to Zach. Oh, we do have to um, – I can, I can filibuster yeah. while you dig that up. Yeah. Because... No, no, no. You don't have to filibuster oh, at all. A new tech, baby. In a cul-de-sac, a little up the road, there's a guy named Steve who you may or may not know. His neighbors knew him from his side gig show. When Steve moved in, away they all the go. The birders, the widow, and the volleyball players, the silent neighbors, and the secret layers. Just wave your hand, just wave your hand. It's a Got a folding card table and two microphones. It's a Got two dead neighbors, the others moved away. <laughs> Got a folding card table and two microphones. Thanks, Zach. Okay, now we uh quite a complex history of the of the Zach when it's it is, yeah, it's boiled funny. down to a thirty second yeah. ditty. Because we uh, we play that and uh, we don't play that a lot. We don't we don't come in the Zach that often. Right. Uh, the Zach, of course, is the nickname that we have given the cul-de-sac, which I am determined to get other people in the Zach to start saying. I think you're more likely to get more people to move. Really? Than come along with, like, the Zach? you, you no, forcing your wife on her on her machine to make you all matching the Zach shirts. Oh, that would be nice. He's going to maybe, maybe you can create little solstice packages for yeah. everybody on the Zach. And- we'll each have nicknames naturally. So, like, yeah. it'll be like a jersey. So, you know, mine will have my name and then my number on yeah. the back of it. Frisbo 1, Frisbo 2. Frisbo 1 and Frisbo 2. I know that I, we do know their names. Well, you know their name from the next door social media app when they yeah. moved in, right? Well, I, yeah, I think that's the only way that we've, that we've, um, and she, where she liked you saying, like, welcome to the neighborhood. Yeah. And that's <laughs> where I said, it. like, welcome, neighbor. And it mm-hmm. was like 11 days later, yeah. I got the thumbs up Ding. or the, the and that's whatever. So to recap, Frisboer one and two mm-hmm. to the right of them, that would be original, uh, the, the only original family left on the block. Okay, because as we talked about, they've all either died or had enough of your <laughs> and moved away. Look, it's hard to say. <laughs> One 
federal boob inspector, crock-wearing, sweat-painted idiot putting up an antenna on a Sunday was enough Look for everybody. The federal boob inspector and croc... No, I do have a pair of crocs. Crap. And I do have sweatpants. Oh, man, two out of three. But they're... So they're an original. Uh, I don't know much about they them. Are. We haven't really talked about they, them. They are... Yeah, they... It's a, a couple that has... I th- at least one son who's got to be like a senior Bro, in high school. Okay. He's he's driving. So we're at two. We're at five. Five jerseys now. Um, and you're just gonna have to put what Gramps and Grams because I they're guess like because so. they're the old maid and old Mister. What is the maid? What is the old? What is the opposite of or what is the? Uh, the male version of old maid, old, old, old manor. I don't know. Put that on the poll. It is going on the poll. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, I, I, and then um, for the son, you got like whippersnapper, like that really age yourself. <laughs> yeah. And then to the right of them is another youngerish couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new two young. And now kids. was that where? Uh, the really old lady found the five galloner and punted it across the hallway. Yes. Okay. That's the bucket and her neck. Uh, next to them. We lost her. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm playing. <laughs> Again, I don't know why. I think it's neck related, but neither here nor Look, there. Could be anything. So young couple. And I don't believe we've talked much about them either. Nope. Uh, uh, fairly had many fairly quiet. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had interactions. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Type stuff. Nothing overly cordial, whatever. And no. then to the right of them is Justin with a Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julie with an X, I believe, yep. is how she's yes. referred to. Yeah. Um, who you have text communication with and... Good friends. I am assured he wants you to leave him alone. Okay. To the right of them... Is it so nothing no, but that corner house? Another, yeah, another young young couple on the and corner. And that's the one where kids. they would play, you know, they play catch with their kids in the yard. This is the the, the only interaction I recall of you having with them mm-hmm. was you saying um, you'd come by or something, or you'd. Uh, it was early on when you moved in. You spoke with them. It was they had like a group of people out there playing catch or something. But hmm. I'm assuming you haven't kept remember. up on a. Uh, Cordial uh, relationship with them. Actually, we talked to them. We were everyone. It was it was crazy last night. I happened to look out the window. We'd uh, get Evelyn ready for bed, and uh, brushed her teeth. Went and looked out the window, and like everyone in the Zach was outside. Kids running around everywhere. Evelyn wasn't really ready for bed yet, so we we're like, let's go outside for a couple minutes and just kind of mingle. Mm-hmm. So we talked to talked to the the. People on the corner. Corner, okay. Caught up with them. Hadn't talked to them in a while. Okay. But yeah, I love it. Love the Zach. We call them the gatekeepers. You know, they've got they a, were the first. got a large lot. They're on the corner. Plus, they were the first one. They were the first of the new the new generation. Right. Before you. And then on the other side of us, of course, we have uh, formerly Joe Mm-hmm. And Sue. Not Slip, not Joe the Lattice Man. No, 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 no. Joe the Widower, who ran off with Cindy the Widow, who lived on the other side of you. They couldn't handle the idea of you trying to 
literally and physically come between them. So they ran off together. I would have traded to happily. I would have traded houses with Cindy. Well, I, I yeah. like their house. They yeah, have I mean, a, you wouldn't have, have nice traded house. with Joe because um, Joe, after he left, had a shed catch on fire. <laughs> so, although Joe, man, they have a nice pool over there. They have a beautiful, beautiful backyard. I would have. Now, I don't want to be a pool guy. Uh, 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 don't, don't you dare <laughs> run away from your destiny. You just said the words. Beautiful pool. Yeah, I know. I caught myself, or I tried to catch myself. And I think you're in it. I think you're. Well, uh, I mean, that's another uh, long, long time storyline on this show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that there's no payoff for that. No, there's no payoff for that. I, I would argue there's as much payoff for that pool as there is that godforsaken jeep in your garage. Uh, I don't think either of them are going to see the light of day. I think that it's that there's a better chance of me getting a pool than getting the Jeep on the road in a timely manner. Weather here can change on a dime. But anyway, that's a quick recap of what we have on the Zach. So mm-hmm. uh, I came in today, and it's a totally different date and record time. By the way, it is Saturday, time. September 11th, 2021, the year of our Lord, the Stephen Kyle Podcast, recording at 6 p.m. on a Saturday. That, that's that's got to right. be a first. That's right. Um, that's got to be a first. Funky nope. schedules yeah. for us. Uh, or for me, mm-hmm. but we made it work. So I, I did pull in at a different time today. Yeah. And when I pulled in, I noticed it, but I, I wasn't even going to mention it to you because I didn't know exactly what was going on. Mm-hmm. The To the left of Justin with a Y and Julie with an X, and before uh, Gramps and Grams and the Whippersnapper, yeah. there was some activity in the yard. Yeah, some uh, of the of the formerly uh, the the kick the bucket old lady house. That's right. That's right. So the, here's uh, the murder inheritors. So to give a little background, uh, the woman that used to live there passed away two years ago sure. around Christmas. So stress her house of, stress of the holiday season. Sure, her house was not sold until actually no, it, it must have. Yeah, her house was not sold until the following summer, which was last summer. Um, late in the summer, I think that they moved in, I want to say July, August, something like Mm -hmm. that. So the, uh, the house kind of fell into disarray for a couple of months. Nobody was keeping up with it. Um, the grass had gotten really long. Then we had a hot spell grass completely died. It looked worse than mine did a couple of years ago when I killed it. So when they first moved in uh the the guy was out there like every day putting down some kind of seed running sprinklers doing you know raking up the old crap trying to bring the grass back and he did to to my shock he brought it back and it was like the lushest greenest grass ever it's like holy crap this guy really like he he really dedicated himself yeah and he did did a phenomenal job with it. An impressive comeback. Very impressive comeback. And it, he's just he's kept on kept up on it very nicely throughout the, you know, since last year. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um so we we got home, we were out running some errands this morning. Got home and I like what is he doing? He had it looked like one of those little narrow shovels where the blade of the shovel is like three inches wide. Like you see them if if you're going to be like edging a garden or something, it's like a flat blade. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, yay wide. And it 
And I watched him. He was like, I just happened to glance over and I saw him like do the thing where you step down on it and kind of wiggle it back and forth, go a couple inches more, step down on it, wiggle it back and forth. I was like, oh, I get maybe they're planting a new garden or something. And then like an hour later, still doing it. Two hours later, still doing it. Six hours later, still doing it. And at this point, he's in the middle of the front yard. He's on the side yard, the other side yard. I see him in the backyard. I think that he's doing, um, you know, like in the fall, you do like the aeration, the core aeration. Yeah. Where normally uh, you have a service come out and they drive across your lawn and it pulls the little plugs of the dirt out. And that way, when you put down seed, it goes down in there, and it's nice and good for next year. But he's doing the entire yard manually with, like, a three-inch wide thing. It's, like, reminiscent if you saw somebody, and I haven't seen one in the flesh, like, it being used. One of the lawnmowers, where it's just like a yeah. roller. Yeah, with, and, you, with... and you push, pull, oh. step forward, push, pull. I can't think of another comparison of why this is something that would happen because I don't know. We've long talked about this. You and I, because you're a DIYer. I'm a yeah. cut a check guy. That's I'm, a I'm slowly. It's taken me a little while, but I'm slowly coming to your side. That's a cut a check moment. That is absolutely a cut a check. Because moment. it's a small check comparatively. Don't get me wrong. Like, the uh, I completely admire the the dedication to doing that because I would have gotten about one pass on the lawn and been like, nope, this is stupid, <laughs> and thrown that stupid thing in a tree. It's unbelievable to watch it because I would do a quadruple take if I were to get home, take that tool out of the back of my car, yeah, stand in the middle of the front lawn, look at the size of the tool. <laughs> look at the scope of the yard, realize it's duplicated or, you know, close to in the back. Maybe it was one of those things where he ordered the tool online and in the picture it looked like it was, you know, six feet long, five feet wide. And he was like, ah, this will take me like 20 minutes. You get that. And then it showed up and it was not. It's like the, the tool version of all of the meal prep services or meal delivery services where, sure, they're fine and they give you the food to cook a meal. Yeah. But you're looking at the photographs, and it's a plate just bombed with food, mm-hmm. right? Like a massive serving of potatoes and carrots heaping over everywhere. And this this chicken breast with sauce. How is it contained? Oh, There's amazing. so much sauce. Yeah. And then you put the food on your adult size regular dinner plate. Mm-hmm. And you realize you're about to eat a meal that's going to leave you hungry. Oh, yeah. And Yeah, it's like the meals and what was it? Was it Demolition Man where they yes. it's like the like the little pill or something yeah. and then boop. I I'm like you. I would have given up immediately. I would have maybe done a row, thought is that you know, all the while you're formulating, is there a way to trick the process or to but, speed this up? But still, like even if you're doing a row. Yeah. Think of it when you like how wide the row is when you cut your grass. Cause your, yeah. your lawnmower, it's a regular push mower. It's probably like a 21, I think a standard size, standard like 21, a 21 inch cut. Yeah. But this is like, just to do one of those, you'd have to do seven passes with this little manual tool. 
multiply that because you probably have, I don't know, you you probably do 30 passes on your front lawn or so, 25, 30 passes. So I'm glad you brought it up because I have a theory. What do you got? And I've been been giving this theory out loud. Okay. So one of my best friends lives two houses down from Mm -hmm. me. And then, as I've talked about extensively, could not care less about anybody within a stone's throw of my house. Mm-hmm. I'm talking back, talking front, talking side to side. Right. Leave me alone. Uh, couldn't be more thrilled. There's a pile of rocks in my neighbor's cross the street driveway. D-Dot is what we had nicknamed him years ago. That's divorced out of two. Divorced out of two. And my instant concern was, oh, God, it's going to be noisy. I don't want that noise all day of rocks. Well, cause he came home with a bold, with like a Bobcat or where, oh, wow. where okay. you can, you know, and this so like the, like he showed up in a trailer with a, like drove full it on, off full on Bobcat, drove like, it off the back. You got to climb trailer. in, yep. pull that thing down over your, like you're on a roller coaster and yeah. then use the manual shifters and yeah. everything. Okay. And obviously not knowing, no, you've bought things, in that size before in terms of rock mulch. Yeah. Rat, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so a without knowing ass load. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's somewhere in between four and five yards. <laughs> so it was like, and no idea what he's doing. Is he like taking it into the backyard or something? No, no, no. And, and, and again, you, I hope you fully understand. I don't care. Sure. Sure. I just My only, I didn't know if it was like if it was obvious what he was doing like it was something yeah, in no, the front yeah no nothing in the front because uh, we noticed and I I actually probably mentioned it on the podcast I think it was two years ago because it was definitely pre COVID there was he was doing mulch at the almost the exact same time as my neighbor on the left again don't want to talk to him was planting new trees but not like baby bush sized trees like young trees right yeah. where they're like four to six feet tall already yeah. so you have to have a large hole in the ground ready yep. like root ball you drop it in there yeah water yeah and this was the day where my neighbor to the left was uh out there preparing for that and i was walking up the driveway and he yeah. started approaching and i booked it into the garage and closed the door <laughs> and i've never been proven more correct in my life Wait, now, when you closed the door, was he talking? Because in my mind, he was talking to you as the door was coming down, and he just kept, like, bending over to the side, like, Hey, it was good to see you. Well, if you've got a minute, you can come back on out. And then he just flipping a bird under the bottom of the yeah. door. No, I don't think he actually – I think he saw when he got near the property line – that I was not going to acknowledge. And okay. I have no shame about this. No, I'll no. do it again today. If I if I pull in the driveway tonight and I see him and he waves, first of all, I'm not waving back. I need everybody in my neighborhood, my vicinity, to understand. This happened yeah. two nights ago. We were out in the mm-hmm. front yard. My son has, there's like sand toys, but he uses them and he'll dig the uh, some of the landscaping rocks. He'll put them in buckets. He'll put them yep. in his you know toddler-sized wheelbarrow and he'll move them around. And he was out doing his lawn mowing next door. Mm-hmm. And at some point he had stopped and leans over and waves and says, hey, guys. And I don't even move my head from the ground. I just continue to stare at the cement while Katie like gives a wave. I just I'm not interested. Boy, so so I knew just a, you are a pleasure to live. Just here. leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to your kids. Your kids are weird. OK, 
Your whole family dynamic makes me very uncomfortable. I'm not interested. Uh-huh. Okay? There's I, I've lived next to you for seven years. If it was going to happen, it what, happened six years ago. What do you think? Now, I, obviously, this is a very hypothetical. But what would it take, hypothetically speaking, to get you to be friends with someone? Because as we've documented on this mm-hmm. podcast, you have not made a new friend in 20 years. So I've thought about this a lot. How did I, how did, how did we end up becoming friends? And I use that term very lightly. Yeah, right. Like just victims of circumstance. Yeah. Like did did someone, was there an event that I've just blacked out where somebody put a gun to our head and said, you must interact. Right. What's funny is I would consider. Am I the last friend you made? I thought about that because we talked (laughs) about that. We, we we posited this exact same idea yeah, I remember, like a year or two ago. I remember specifically saying, when was the last time yeah. you made a friend? And I estimated and, a decade. And you were you were kind of stopped dead in your tracks. Yeah. But I've now rethought that. But it's okay. also, I don't want to consider making new friends because I've realized the people I converse with the most are people that I don't currently work with, but that I used to. Okay friend ryan he played softball with us he yep. uh, he lives in the middle he lives in st louis i went down and visited him earlier this yeah. summer my wife and i shocking. did shocking we talk i would i would say six out of the seven days of the week okay another former co-worker um don't see each other outside of work very much but we talk five to six out of the seven days of the okay. week other than that probably a decade <laughs> all right but but it's Man. it's weird i some of those, me, fr- huh? most all those friends me. are. It wasn't about me. You had the space in the house. <laughs> Get that podcast going. It was the six. Year, so it was, it was the six year long con. So it was the. It was strictly a real estate transaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by transaction, you mean <laughs> no transaction. No, yeah, no actual transaction. Like you can come into my space. Yeah. Okay. What do okay. I get in return? <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, at I, least I, I know where. Uh, at least I know where I stand. Yeah. But we, we digress. digress. Yeah. So I knew the the D dot was not doing front lawn work because the mulch and all of that stuff was done recently enough that, and this was stone. So unless mm-hmm. he decided after a year he hated the mulch, was going to literally dig it all up, get rid of it, and replace it with stone. It wasn't in the cards. But this is also I I don't know what his backyard looks like. Again, I don't care. This is a lot of stone. So my main concern was for it, one, just be quiet. I don't want to be bothered. And what's funny about that is I was going to be gone the majority of the morning right, anyway. yeah, of course. Came home. All those stupid rocks are gone. None the wiser. It's perfect. all cleaned up. Oh, boy. By my account, that guy's a perfect neighbor. So if they had still been there. I wouldn't have cared. You're, well, I mean, let's be honest. You would have. I wouldn't have cared about the presence of the rocks, but again, I would have worried, is this this idiot going to be doing this at 9 o'clock tonight? You know, I've got... Because I think the normal person... Catch up on Ted Lasso and interrupt that. I think the normal person sees a pile of rocks in their neighbor's driveway and thinks, oh, they got rocks. Mm -hmm. Not Kyle. This is now a storyline. 
Well, this funny. is now something that you are going to see. Yeah. You're going to process. Yeah. Process isn't going to be good. Well, it's going to be a negative process. You will have a conversation at least with your wife about it. Already, numerous already have numerous conversations with yourself about it. Yeah. I'll probably get a picture or something at some point of you that you pissed about someone yeah. with rocks. Well, so his for rocks, someone who doesn't care, you care a lot. I just yeah, I just want him out of my business. That's all I want. I want my business left alone. Uh, Wait, how I is he in your business? He's not. That's what I mean. That's why I think I'm okay. <laughs> as long as these rocks are not being as tended lo- to. So as long as his rocks don't <laughs> don't get up in your business. Yeah. 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 No, that's an accurate way to put it. Okay. And that's going to be on the poll. Should a neighbor's rocks be in your be up in your business? And I'll tell you I think right it now, has to be be all up in your business. I'll tell you right now. I think I'm going to win this poll. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I did notice that those rocks were split. It appears half and half because I said a lot split of rocks. Rock? How big are these like, rocks? Well, the, normal size, like. I don't know if they'd be called fill rocks or or what. Like the rocks that we have out front of our house? Like yeah. the little, like, the, I don't know, two, three-inch wide yeah. rocks? Yeah. With another neighbor. Because about oh, half oh, of oh, those I rocks. When you said split, I was oh, like, no, I thought you meant Bad like all the rocks were cut in half. Like what? What do you like sit out there with an axe or something? and just Terrible terminology on my part. It's all right. But. There are now half of those rocks okay. that were current were in his driveway all right, are so, now pushed up against I know of a garbage neighbor because they're now a mountain of these rocks pushed up on the outside of this okay. other neighbor's garage. Now you're speaking to me when you're talking about garbage neighbors. Because uh we went on a walk, family walk today, went to the park down the street. Yep. There's one house and there were three cars parked in the middle of the front lawn. And one of them had two flat tires. And I said to Annette, that should be illegal. They should not be allowed to do that. You're now. You're now. I'm, and Annette actually said, you should start your own, like, homeowners association. <laughs> I was like, Force I, dues. I think I'd be good at it. I would be the enforcer. Could fund those shirts. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to agree with me, though, right? Cars cannot. Cars should not be parked on grass ever. No, no, never. I Especially mean, if you have a driveway. We've talked about this many times, shockingly. But if you have a driveway, use it. Why would you park anywhere yeah. but that driveway? That's been on the poll. Uh, way too many people disagreed with that sentiment. I, it made me disgusted. I need reasoning. Yeah. It's, why, when you pull up, like when you get to your job in the morning. All right, I'm assu- I'm assuming that you're the parking lot at your job. Standard parking lot, there's probably a bunch of parking spots. And then at some point there's going to be grass, like a curb. Would you ever think to yourself, eh, I'll just hop up there. Park it right there right in between the two oak trees. No, cuz you're not garbage. I was able to quickly pull up just a few related polls. Yeah. I, I I know we have asked this specifically before but i can't find the exact yeah. wording um 
the related polls we have is driveway parking acceptable if you have a garage. And that was 79% of the audience said yes. Mm-hmm. 20% of the audience said That's no. That's what it's for. That's what a driveway is for. Ridiculous. Are yesterday's willy-nilly back blackboard cleaners today's <laughs> driveway parkers? So that's all I could find uh-huh. currently. Someone someone has to give me a valid reason why you would choose yeah, your right. driveway yeah. or why you would choose grass over your driveway. Are people who park cars in their yard dirt bags? Yes. 72.8 said yes, percent of the audience. Yeah. So 27.2% are walking by the you know, run-down piece of crap car that you saw. Yeah. And thinking, nothing wrong with this picture. And that's the thing. Two of the cars were, I mean, they weren't like, look, they weren't 2021 Cadillacs or anything. Mm-hmm. But they were perfectly fine vehicles. Yeah. One was just like a, I don't know, like a Jeep Grand Cherokee, and the other one was a some other SUV. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you drove down the street, and you're like, oh, there's my driveway. Right. <laughs> Let me go about 15 feet further and just park right here. Unbelievable. I, I, I think that when you leave here today, to I'll, I'll give you, I'll, okay. I mean, it's just instead of going left, you just go straight for about five houses. Not that far away. Oh, maybe, maybe you could uh, drive up there and then just do a U-turn right on their front lawn and drive back after you've, after you've checked it out. Well, obviously they don't care. They don't care at all. Yeah. They won't even notice. You could probably park there and walk home. They'd be like, ooh, guess we got a new car now. Yay, we hit the jackpot. But my theory, and it relates to that guy, and it relates to my one of my neighbors on the left, is because I believe uh, uh, Murder House guy was hand-efforting this aeration this, today as, as a kid, right? Yeah, they have two kids. Two kids. Yeah. I think they're crappy parents. <laughs> I don't know why you would say that, but hear me out. Okay. So there's a big, do- but before we get into this, yeah, yeah. if this somehow gets back to them, yeah, yeah. I'm passing no judgment. I think that you are fine people. I've enjoyed every interaction I've had with you. I don't, I just don't understand. I don't like looking at you. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think you're a terrible. Yeah. Terrible. That's, but that's coming from Kyle who doesn't care. You're an awful parent. But this will... You'll think about this again, though. This will... Stop. This will... This will uh, put a little strain on the old ticker, won't it? Maybe. So... So my theory plays out (laughs) like this. Did your doctor ever talk to you about stress-related things and how you should uh, relieve stress like by not getting stressed about things that you can't control? I got pills for that. It's all fine. So my theory is that the idea of being a a good parent, at least in the eyes of other people, is a, is by and large a big dog and pony show because yeah. the only people who really know you, the other person who's parenting, mm-hmm. whoever's in the house on a daily basis, yeah. right? So, because so, are you saying that everyone, um, everyone to some extent, puts on a little bit of a show? Right. Like and if you're it, out in public, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, say you're at a you know at the park, mm-hmm. and Reed's doing something, mm-hmm. and he does something that you're like, oh, that was cool, you know, like he threw a ball for the first time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
are you just going to say, good job, Rito? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to be like, hey, there's my boy. Go up and give him a high five, pick him up, spin him around. Like, a, if there's if there's other people there. In general, I am a big high fiver of my kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have really taken an active, like, positive enforcement is what I like to th- think it's called. But, you know, there's. He hears a song he likes and he'll dance a little bit. But I think even at that age, Steve, there's this little bit of apprehension about that. <laughs> because the idea like, oh, this is weird. Nobody else is doing it. I probably yeah. I don't need to be. I shouldn't be dancing. Like I've taken an active approach to try to say, hey, whenever you want to dance, dude, dance. Do it, man. Like, who cares? If it makes you happy, go do it. Well, especially a little kid. I mean, yes. little kids can get away with anything. Yes. They, they crap their pants all the time. Nobody cares. Yeah. So I guess I should amend my wording to say that I don't think they're bad parents. <laughs> I'll say they're parenting averse. And what I mean by that is there's no reason a man with zero kids, let alone two, should be in his front lawn using a manual <laughs> aerator so, uh, to aerate his entire lawn. In the show notes this week, Kyle thinks that anyone who does yard work is a bad parent. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy with that description. I'm not even going to argue with it. My son mows the lawn with me, Steve. Because I'm a good parent. <laughs> There's the only reason you're out there for that long is he works, you know, and everybody gets this way to it to an extent that idiot appears to be more, but you work, uh, you know, Monday through Friday, whatever mm-hmm. you're working all day. So you're not spending 16 hours a day with a toddler for the most part, seven days a week. Yeah. So it's totally different for a guy like that working, doing whatever he does for work Monday through Friday, working for the man. And then wakes up on Saturday and thinks, oh, whole day, two kids, wife. Time to go out and buy the smallest aerator I can find. What the hell am I going to do with myself? That's right. I'm going to go to the hardware store and buy the cheapest, most inefficient tool. I I'm gonna find, find that. I'm gonna find the hardware store the furthest possible distance away that has one in stock. And I put it on the poll. Is there always a family man quote who actually hates their family <laughs> in the neighborhood? Because I genuinely look like I would rather the idea of going out to mow the lawn or hey pull weeds or go do this or whatever. <sighs> rather do anything. Mm-hmm. But that guy is actively saying, no, I'm going to do it. Flip the script. I want it the other way. I'll leave her with kid A and kid B, which is what I'm assuming he calls them. (laughs) Old and young. Boy, girl, etc. All those descriptors he uses to avoid actively, you know, being a dad. And I've noticed that with... I don't know if I'll get uh, on board with your theory or not. I I think I would need some more evidence. Well, let me posit the evidence of one of my neighbors. Oh, good. Wife doesn't work. He works, you know, regular Monday through Friday. And 
every single day there's some different woodworking going on in the in the driveway or in the garage mm-hmm. has like a mini shop set up in the garage so they don't typically park in the garage at all mm-hmm. the saw's going he did like a two month long deck overhaul built the deck the exact same size the exact same shape just different wood okay put up a trampoline oh oh trampoline trampolines take like about an hour to set up these are all done after work okay there my theory he wants nothing to do with that madhouse (laughs) three kids running around oh three works all day and instead of going home and embracing whatever you want to call that crazy yeah i'll go put up one more deck board Spend 90 okay. minutes putting up two feet worth of, you know, deck board or um, go saw three things in the garage and yeah. call it a night. I so think it's- anyone. So can we update this to Kyle thinks anyone who does yard work is a bad parent. Kyle thinks that anyone who does yard work or has a hobby is a bad parent. You still yeah, on board? Yeah, I'm OK with that. Yeah, I'm OK with that. I, and I guess I'm curious on your take on this, Steve, because I don't get the impression that you're that way. I mean, we're recording. And when I asked if we could do a Saturday night record, uh, you said, yeah, I'd like to be done by a certain time yeah. so I can help put Evelyn to bed. Oh, yeah. I'll just I'll just dog and pony show. Neither of those jack wagons are doing that. Right. I don't know. This guy's waiting for the sun to go down so he can go inside. So his kids are already asleep and quiet. But I'm the bad guy because I don't want a neighbor's rocks all up in my business. <laughs> Boy, I'm just telling you, Steve, I, that's my thought process. That's your take, yeah. Is that those people are parenting averse. <laughs> they don't want it. Okay. They want the dog and pony show. Yeah. They're going to go to the family gatherings with the extended family. Maybe they'll wear matching shirts to Disney World. Oh, yeah. Like the ones that says thing one and thing two. Maybe. In the depths of that man's heart. Murder house inheritee or inheritor. He wants nothing to do with his kids. I guess. Uh, I, I, I was going to say, I guess we'll find out. But uh, no. You go ask <laughs> hey, you hate your kids. He's he's still out there. Guaranteed. Hand aerating his lawn like a total buffoon. Two, two stripes further down. You just need to walk over there and say, hey, when did you hate parenting? Was it early? Was it recent? Was it before you became a parent? Because that's possible, too. Yeah, some some people do. Some people hate it from the beginning. I get well, that conversation will never happen, so I guess we're never going to find out. I, do you want to get to... God, God, I wish you would. <laughs> oh, I wish you would. Well, you'll be the first to know. I promise. If you were to, oh boy, if you were to approach one of your neighbors and just, hey, maybe if you could even like kind of sneak it out of Justin with a Y. I don't think, I don't, I don't think there's any chance. Justin with a Y is matching t-shirt guy, right? He's seriously one of the nicest people I've ever Mm -hmm. met. The whole family. Just nicest people I've ever met. (laughs) What's that? Is that a show pony? (laughs) 
Um, so right now we could either get to we. I know I know we have some polls to recap. I believe. Oh yeah. But we also yeah, have been a few weeks, hasn't it? You had a a question for me. Oh God. About my chosen profession. Oh boy, what is our timer at? Forty. 43 to hell let's get to it steve so we didn't talk about my vacation maybe we'll get to whatever stories about vacation yeah. down the road not a big deal still uh, waiting on the Matt, we'll get to them once we get to the vegas story. i'll recap my trip to orlando right after i tell the las vegas story from 2016 our good friend uh tyler hunting was his name still waiting for that tale <laughs> probably doesn't listen just skips to the show notes do you even remember the oh, yeah. Vegas story? Oh, no, I remember because it okay. it's seared into my brain because I'm still mad about it. Okay. Very mad about it. You want me to tell the Vegas story? We'll get to it next week. Next week, Vegas story, a bit. So down in Florida, and, and I'm not a real radio guy anymore at all. I don't mm-hmm. just typically listen to it. I have a lot of podcasts. Otherwise, I'll have you know Apple Music or whatever open while I'm listening to music. But we're on vacation. Most of our travel on this vacation, well, all of it, uh, that needed to go anything further than the road we were on was going to be Uber's theme park, restaurant, whatever you know. And Uber has their um, still their mask policy, which made me feel a lot better, mm-hmm. you know. So riders and drivers, whatever. But I noticed something down there. I've listened to radio. I, I mean, everybody has in their locale and wherever. But I noticed that we're pretty much shooting radio. Right out of a preformed cannon nowadays, Steve. I think in some instances, yeah. So now, yeah. I don't know if you Yahoo still do that, where you go to the, the the big conferences that are a big sham to get paid days to go to a different town and learn about how to improve ourselves Boy. as a radio show. Well, I mean, as somebody... You guys still do that somebody, dumb thing? As somebody who uh, obviously has a wealth of experience going to... Right. things like that so you guys are still going then and uh, uh, we did not go this year or last year uh, covid so you're still scamming yeah. the company out of paid days off so you can go oh, Lord. The company doesn't really paid days off for steve to go all right uh, all right exchange well, that. go ahead continue continue uh demeaning my profession it's uh hey guys i got a new bit it's uh not insulting at all but because please but please continue because there's a station in town here. And I'm not going to say the, the call letters of it, but if, if you live in the West Michigan area, it's not going to be that hard to figure it out. And it might not be that different because obviously you've been doing this a long time. You've heard a lot of variations of radio and different morning radio too, mm-hmm. that you've put out of work. There is like the pre-made promo for the, the station mm-hmm. and it's, I heard it in the middle central Florida and I thought, wait a minute. Is this a national ad? Because I've, I've heard this at home. Well, there's I uh, depending on, I'm not sure exactly what you're yeah. going to say here, but there are a lot of them where you hear, say you're listening to a country music station. Yeah. You hear big voice guy say, if you're listening to the best hits, you're listening yeah. to hits one Oh three. And then you hear, Hi, this is Taylor Swift. Hi, this is right. Jake Owen. Right. Hi, this is uh, Kenny Chesney. Hi, this is blah, blah, blah. And then big voice guy comes back. Hits 105. Right. But, yeah, all of those celebrity drop-ins, those are all just, yeah, those are all generic. This one felt more local, and I'm glad you mentioned that because it's a nice comparison to what I heard. 
Because what I heard was, and again, I don't know the letters of where it was in Florida, but like it, the, it was so reminiscent of what I've heard here because it was 93.1 HIT playing all the hits. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. Six times a day where we give away $1,000 with the cash kitten. Ching, 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 ching. Meow. <laughs> and then like through a muffled phone speaker, it's, oh my God, I won. Is this a cash kitten? Yeah. Um. Why? Why can't you just give away money? Why does it have to be animal related? There's always the, I mean, there's the, the long time one was always the cash cow. There was always the, there's the cash like, cow. The cash cow was the, uh, the, that was the granddaddy of them all. Stay tuned 517. Once you hear a song by Ario Speedwagon, call in for the dollar donkey. Hee-haw! Wait, is this the donkey? I can't believe I won. If you see a number calling you don't know, you better pick up and say, is this the donkey? And then it's always the same. What station do you listen to? It always pays you with the dollar donkey. 93 won the hits. But you can always hear that it's edited because chances are, whenever you ask somebody to say the name of the radio station, no matter what, they're going to screw it up. Right, that's that, yes. It, it's inevitable. The station could be called Hits One Hundred and Five, yeah. and inevitably you say, "What station is paying you to listen?" They'll say, "One Hundred and Five Hit," or "The Hitter." Yeah, One Hundred Five. One Hundred Five. The home run, the big hit. Yeah, no matter how many times, like I worked for a station for years, and it was One Hundred Five Seven The Hawk. That's the <laughs> name of the radio station. No matter what, whenever, hey, what station did you win these tickets from? Hawk 105.7. We have literally never said that. (laughs) We have never said it that way, ever. Ever. I don't know how that happened. For years, uh, on the side gig, there was the segment, What Hot Wings Thinks. Without fail, every event that we're out at, Hey, where's free beer? I love what free beer thinks mm-hmm. that God. that's never been. I mean, eventually, yes, there were some times where he did a commentary in, right. in much more later years, but this is like 10 years ago. Hey, free beer. Yeah. Tell us what you think. Free beer. I love what free beer thinks. Never happened. Never. Wrong guy. Like you listen enough to know a, a keystone bit. But you don't know the name of it. Yeah. Coming up, 313, 511, 732, and 840. Listen to every minute. Capture each letter. Then you get to call in at 903. I love those contests. To the money monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, who is this? You're on the line with the money monkey. (laughs) It's Lisa. Same lady from earlier. Right, yeah. She just keeps winning. <laughs> Customer service lady who had to overhaul all the phone menus. Yeah. She's now calling into the money monkey <laughs> because the dollar donkey didn't pay. No. But I, it's, you, uh, and, and I don't want you to, you know the goings on in radio. And yeah. I'm not saying this is, this obviously doesn't pertain to your gut, to you guys, because 
you have a money giveaway, but it's sponsored by somebody and it's related mm-hmm. to a trivia thing and it drives call in traffic. Yeah, that, and that is like that. Those are the things that make sense. And I understand these this bit. I'm not saying I don't understand it. Yeah, because it's radio. It's dying. You want people, you need people tuning in. Well, you want people to listen as yes. long as possible. That is. Yeah. Um, and it used to be every individual station did their own individual contests. But then with consolidation, the big companies realized, hey, if we keep these contests generic enough, we can have 300 of our radio stations across the country saying we're giving away a thousand dollars. And yes. technically they are. Yes. But there's one nationwide winner as opposed to one winner in every market and the, listening and the, to every the, station. The code for you to know that you're being suckered into a uh, text messaging service is when they say you need to text the code, the keyword to four, three, four, three, Oh, yeah. And hear it at this time. Even with that, I wouldn't even say that that's a, it's a scam of any kind. Uh, it's, it's like anything else when you opt in, like, yeah, they have your information. Chances are, I mean, if it's a legit business and they're, you know, up front, no, they're not going to be selling your, your information. Sure. Yeah. And but, I don't mean scam like that. I just mean, Hey, you're now on their list. Yeah. But, you're on their, their, their SMS list. But when you, have. yeah, when you hear radio station a saying we're giving away a thousand dollars in the eight o'clock hour, realize that it's not just you and the people in your local community right. that are getting a shot at that thousand dollars. Chances are it's people listening all across the country. Yeah. All of those. So say there's 300 radio stations across the country. They're giving away a thousand dollars. So they all time it out. So at eight Oh five, they play the money monkey or in another market, it could be the dollar donkey or the cash cow, mm-hmm. whatever their own local branding is. And the giveaway that it's a nationwide contest is when they're asking you to call a phone number or text a phone number that's different than the phone number that they always tell you to call yeah, for so a request. Yeah. Or If you're used to listening to the morning or midday guy or whatever, and they say, you know, 888, you know, get 888 hits. That's what you that's what's saved in your phone because you're still an idiot who's calling in to request music. And it's different than what the morning jock says that day. Yeah. You know. And also, I think, not to be fully disparaging, but local radio is not this boon that people might think it is. Giving away $1,000 an hour for 12 hours a day for six weeks, probably not in the budget for well, I mean, a, it, a hyper-local it, radio station. It. I mean, for some, definitely. For some, it, it could definitely be. If you're in a major market, yeah. I mean, it, they, they have much bigger budgets. Um, and even if for those in smaller markets, like it wasn't that long ago that they, that they were doing that. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's, it consolidation has done a number on radio because now it's, you know, it used to be every radio station was individually owned and operated. So if you had 20 radio stations in town, there were probably 20 different owners. Right. But now if there's 20 radio, 20 radio stations in town, they're probably owned by three major companies own like five each and then there may be one mom and pop and one yeah, religious based out of the the rural town station. 30 miles yeah. away yeah i just i didn't know if this had been something that was it's, covered at you know some of your workshops where they say hey get an animal give it a synonym for money gotta be alliteration in there though 
the name of the animal has to be the same letter as the name yeah. of. And then we'll send you the template to how to make yeah. the promo. Oh, the Moolah Moo Cow. Oh, my God. Yes. Because they're all the same. And that's what I, that's the yeah. takeaway from uh, my big trip with my wife and I down it's, to Florida is that uh, radio is the same everywhere. And it, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, there are not a lot of new ideas. Yeah. Pretty much all terrible. And we can agree on that, right? Nope. Nope. The big ones, probably the biggest offenders. Mm. If you've got over yep. 25, I'd say 25 affiliates over. Probably doing some garbage work. Don't you work in the mortgage industry? It's those real Johnny the Ducks and Lisa's who try to do things a little bit differently and they get run out of town by the big-headed gas bags who roll into town in their Teslas and their Hummers. And Tesla, two of them this morning, by the way. They, Fantastic cars. Not only do they come into town, but they, you know, they bulldoze all the local people out of the way for their big hotshot, big city ideas and ideals mm-hmm. and wearing penny loafers with quarters in them because pennies aren't good enough for them anymore. Curious where you get this. Uh... Well, Johnny the Ducks flipping hash browns at the local diner. just don't understand where you get. 25 is the affiliate number. Anything other than that, you're probably a good person. Anything under 25, you're a good person. Yeah. Gotcha. Anything over that, you're a real dirtbag. Okay. Garbage ideas. Ruining radio. What are you guys at now? 15? I find it hard to listen to you sometimes. Because you know not of what you speak of. Listen, man. Stream of consciousness over here, okay? Uh-huh. I'm uh, speaking for the everyday man. Right. Yeah. Again, I don't. you don't have to worry about adjusting my lapels over here, all right? I'm the guy walking through the puddle on the street corner. You're the guy who's, you know, laying a coat down so you can walk through it. And it's not your own coat. You know whose coat it is? It's mine. It's the everyday man. I don't. I, so I. Has so that, wait. I'm. So I. Hold on. In your scenario, I just gotta. I gotta catch up here. Yeah. So we're both walking down the street. Are we walking together? Side by side, Steve. I side got my side. work boots on on the right side. I got oh, mud on my hands. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then we come upon a puddle. On a street corner. On We're a street to cross corner. The street. You know, it puddles there. What? So, of course, I'm in a suit or something. You're in your uppity garb. I'm not okay. going to. I don't want to get too specific with what so you're So when we come upon this puddle, I then take your coat from you. Rip it off my back. Lay it down in the puddle. Yes. And then we do we both walk over it or do I just walk over? No, it? like I'm I'm walking in front of you because again I don't care. I'm an everyday man. I'm a right, layman. Right. I'm walking through the puddle because hey, I'm a guy. I'm trying to get home. Yeah, you got your work boots. And on. as I walk yeah. ahead of you, you do the old swoop right off my back. Uh huh. And then you throw my coat down to cover the puddle. Okay. So you can then walk and not. Do get I then your, pick your, it up your, and your throw penny. your wet coat back at you? So here's my question now that I think about this out loud. Right, yeah. Because this was a thing in uh, – they would represent this in older generations in movies and stuff, wouldn't yeah. they? Like, hey, woman, Which is we can't – Nobody ever actually did that, right? What happened to the coat? They did they just it put there? it back on or did they then carry I don't know. a dripping, wet, muddy coat 
back to home with them. Yeah. And then guy gets home, wife goes, hey, why is your coat destroyed? Well, a pretty gal was trying to cross the promenade. And I, had to I think we her. need to put that on the poll. What do they do with the muddy coat after after the puddle walking? Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Now just keep it or keep it or leave it. Yeah, launder it or lose it. Our new game on this show. It's time to play. Launder it or lose it. Dun, 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 dun. Of the out of context questions, that one's up there on the list. Perfectly of, in uh, context. I can't imagine anyone would be confused by that. Well, anyway, I, you know, I appreciate it. I just again, I want clarification on on how radio works. Look, and I have inner workings. I have no problem giving you inside info if I have it. Mm-hmm. I love to do it. Appreciate. It. Maybe you can ask the bigger bigwigs on Monday if uh, they got the recent email that they need to start. You know, coming up with a moniker for money yeah. and then an animal. Boy, that's all I can think about right now. <laughs> Alliteration, yeah, for financial giveaways. Dino dollars. Hey. Roar. <laughs> uh, Do we know? Did uh cockatoo coins. Did dinosaurs roar? How can we know? Yes, right? we don't know. Yeah, is yeah. that the uh I think the general appeal? general consensus is that the dinosaurs probably roared. Yeah. Might be on the poll too. Can yeah. we can we be sure? Is the general consensus that dinosaurs roared <laughs> accurate? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Do you want to uh, recap uh, the polls? We have time. I don't have them ready. Oh, apologies to Robert, by the way. We we, we lost him. We're over an hour this week. Right, uh, what are we still doing here? Hour and a minute. Hour Steve, and a minute. hit the music. Oh, boy. What the hell? I don't even know what just, what did we just talk about for an hour? A real fever dream of, fever dream of an episode there. Yeah. My apologies or you're welcome, uh, depending on how you listen to this episode. You can find all the polls on Twitter. Uh, Facebook is still dormant. Still not working for us, Steve and Kyle. Uh, Those are all there. We'll recap those next week, I promise. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Steve and Kyle. Oh, we got, uh, I heard from our friend Brian from the Commercial Break podcast. I believe that our episode... We'll be going out on their feed next week. That is what he tells me. And okay. I have some stuff to talk about with you once we finish recording about some possible collaboration stuff. Collaborations with them. Not so. interested. Okay, well. The Steve Podcast it is. Talk to you next week. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>